Hi there. This podcast is recorded in a house full of animals. That means that at any moment a cat might interrupt, a dog might bark, but it's nighttime and the chickens are asleep, so we don't have to worry about that. Also, this podcast contains strong language. It is not explicit. We try to avoid that, or if we're going to, we'll warn you. But because iTunes only has like two options, clean and explicit, because we like to use the word fuck a lot it's true we mark it explicit welcome to productivity alchemy episode 30 so it, it's been an adventure some weeks since the last episode uh it's been has it? it's been madness has it it has okay so i have no memory of this oh wait yes yes that's <laughs> right i remember yeah yeah so and I've told my company about this, so this is this is sort of more like the big public announcement. I'm changing jobs. The first time in seven years, I'm changing jobs. And it was a whirlwind. It was amazing. We recorded this episode, or we recorded last week's episode, and then I kind of got on a phone interview that I didn't realize was going to be a phone interview, but that was cool. And then within... Like a couple of days, I had another phone interview, and then we had dinner with the founders of the company. Oh, lovely. They were awesome. And on Monday, I sent the note into my manager saying, hey, I'm going to be leaving the company. And there's been a lot of shuffle around that. That noise in the background is the printer. For whatever reason, something will ping on the network, and it goes, oh, I need to reset. Yes, and the thing is that it happened mm-hmm. so fast that, sorry, yes, of course, yeah. it has been a whirlwind. I had literally forgot you got a new job because <laughs> it, it, yeah. now, you've been it, there for seven years. I've been there for seven years. This one doesn't start for another two weeks. And uh, it is another work from home position. But as usual, there'll be a couple weeks of I drive into the office Get used to the company, get used to the people, get used to the, you know, all, all the ins and outs before I come back to my uh, my cave <laughs> with all my monitors and my computers and my charge, you know, all my stuff. The geek cave. The geek cave. And it's really kind of exciting. There's a little, little undercurrent of terror because I'm leaving behind something that has been a part of my life, really, for seven years. And which, that's, is, which is a big chunk of your, yeah, your exactly. existence. And in tech, that's an anomaly anyway. Usually, you'll see people who like change companies every three years or two years. Finding someone who's been with a company as long as I have is kind of uncommon. And for me, as someone who's been in tech for 25 years now... It feels really weird to have had the same job for seven years and then to be moving on from it is jarring because I'm not as used to it as I was before. So there's going to be a lot involved on that transition. I'm already working on things like scheduling time with my peers so that we can do those conversations of what do only I know and what needs to come out of my head to share with them. At your current job. At my current job. Lots of conversations with management. Um, you know, there's there's a couple guys I've been working with literally almost the entire time I've been there. And so there are a couple conversations happening around, okay, what prompted this? Is there something we could do to make you stay or, or convince you to stay, etc., etc.? And 
I think this is good. Although, you know, my decision is made, my resignation is tendered, I am not changing this because this is a whole new adventure I've got coming up. But it's really good for management and I to have these conversations, not just the usual exit interview of here's what you can't do, here's the NDA you have to sign, blah, 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 but a lot of what made you choose now, what... Oh, God, we've been taking you for granted. Oh, God, oh, God. I don't know if that's quite it, but... Oh, that's so it. Some of it, maybe. I'm not I'm not gonna... I, I... Kevin is not saying this. I, not bound by <laughs> anything, am convinced they were like, oh, crap. <laughs> you know, and... He's being modest. But there's a, a, a thing in retainment in companies. If people are leaving, you kind of want to know why. And if you've got a group of people leaving at the same time, like if you're starting to see kind of a, a high turnover, depending on the stage of the company, you really want to dig in and know why. Because if you, you're suddenly seeing a lot of people leaving, as a manager, you have to start to wonder, okay, what are we doing that's causing this? Is it just the stage of the company? I mean, we're... There are stages where you, you the yeah. company is no longer a startup, startup people leave. Right, and there's also a stage where you're no longer a startup, and you've just gone public, and after a certain amount of time, a lot of people will start to transition because they've met their goal with the company. And so I've been with this company since before we were a public company. I'm leaving... Uh, quite a while after we went public so it's not a big for me that isn't part of it this is much more of a here's a, a new challenge to take on here's a company that's doing something that i'm really excited about and we'll talk more about that after i finish the the exit portion of the transition and i'm you know kind of settled into the new job yep the other exciting thing that I found out about in the last two days, three days, I think, was my talk at Open Source 101 in Raleigh, North Carolina on February 17th was accepted. So I'll be presenting at Open Source 101 in Raleigh. This is going to be fun. I'm going to talk about using open source tools on the command line to get stuff done. A lot of times when they do these, it's like, oh, here's your primer into command line tools, and here's how you navigate the command line. And I want to talk about things like uh, the Python program, Task Warrior, the uh, todo.txt file and scripts command line tools you use to manipulate that. Because people, when you talk about getting things done in Linux, oftentimes they think about, oh, well, here's the tech thing I need to do. And this is much more of a, you have to keep track of the things you're doing. And here are tools to help you do that without having to resort to closed source tools or, or websites or things like that. So, and I'm sure I'll talk about Habitica because I love me some Habitica. Oh, yeah. But it's not a command line thing. Although I might dig up some of the command line tools they have so that you can add things and delete things and, and get your experience without having to open up a browser. So that's, that's it's it's just been kind of a, a an amazing week on that front. <clears throat> So, how about you? Uh, well, I talked last week about how I felt like I things had gotten out of control and lapsed, and I didn't know whether I was mm -hmm. coming or going. Right. And so I went into Wonderlist, and I made a checklist of things I need to get done. And 
I felt better having done that. And then I went into Habitica and I did something different, which was I deleted a lot of things. Yeah, okay. Um, I had had a bunch of tasks mm -hmm. that had shown up that a lot of them were like repetitions of the same task. Like, right. write 250 words, write 750 words, whatever. I just put down write words. Yeah, there you I go. know how much I need to write or to try to write. It's it's not helpful uh, to break it down like that. It just clutters the, the mm -hmm. thing. Um, and I keep my word count somewhere else. I had, like, productive work and adulting and whatnot <laughs> are all kind of, like, mushed together. And, you know, I had I'd broken things down into too many subcategories, basically. And so I and I pulled some stuff off my dailies, like because I don't make art every day. I would like to, but I should just accept I'm not going to at this stage right. of my life because I. You're doing uh, hamsters right now. I'm so doing hamsters, yeah. and that 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 gets done. And put and that is making art. So yeah, but the days I don't do it, right? I'm not doing it. That's I'm not fair. like I'm not like I'm going to start drawing on the day off. No, I'm. Uh, there's. Uh, a, an artist that I know, uh, Alyssa Tremaine, who's, uh, I know her online. Um, mm -hmm. She works for Disney, as a matter of fact. And oh, wow. she does comics, and we, you know, know each other on Twitter. And she uh, does some, some really fun stuff. And she had a tweet that was pinned that was like, Someone, you ever going to do art for fun again? <laughs> my reply, hollow clacking sound of wind blowing through my bones. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that's it. That's right there. There you there. go. There you go. And, and this is not, I mean, it sounds like a complaint, but this is a choice I have made that this thing I am mm -hmm. doing is going to take all of art brain. Right. Art brain, and if it was important for me for art to get made that was not hamster related, <laughs> then either I would do it or I would stop doing hamsters. But clearly I have made a decision that hamsters are where it's at. Hamsters right now. are where it's at. And you know, the next book idea that I'm pitching is where it's at. Mm -hmm. And that is just how it's going to be. And, and that is okay. I am, I am okay with that because, you know, I get texts and emails like, you know, I had one the other day, uh, listener whose son was going into surgery and had to do a breathing test right on the way in and uh was pretending to be danny dragon breath dude i did you know uh, there's, uh, right what else do you have there, there there's 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 i mean why else am i doing anything <laughs> yeah so the okay yeah i don't have something i can put in spectrum this year Small children are feeling better because they're pretending to be Danny while there's oxygen masks on them. Dear God, you know? Yeah, um, that's a level up from Spectrum, I think. Yeah. I really think it is. Also, I've been in Spectrum. So, you know, yeah. I'd like to do it one more time for proof of concept, but not this right. one, clearly. Right. So the, the interesting thing about this is what you've done is you've groomed your to-do list. You've groomed your Habitica. Pruned it. But that's the thing. But yes. But it's a, it's a grooming exercise. You've gone in and you've cleaned out the things that aren't applicable. You've streamlined the things that you're working with. And that's something that n not a lot of people focus on. One of the things we talk about talked about in my Scrum class was going through and doing a grooming. 
or pruning, as the case may be. See, you say grooming, I just see, like, like chimpanzees sitting around eating nits out of each other's hair. Have you looked at some of the to-dos? That, I mean, some of the to-dos in the, the little habit checkboxes, they're kind of nitpicky, aren't they? Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> that, that is technically what but, picking nits means. I yes. suppose you have me there. I, yeah. I, yeah, I got but nothing. The whole idea is if you don't go back and you do sort of these regular reviews and these grooming pruning exercises things get cluttered up it gets harder to find things that are important to do it gets harder to keep track of the things that you need to be doing because there's all this other junk kind of in the way so you prune the list down you groom out the things that don't matter you streamline this is a great practice um and I, i'm gonna have to do the same thing i have a whole bunch of reminders in habitica about things like time for the daily stand-up for the east coast team there is no east coast team at my new company there's just the team so I'll, I'll be rearranging that a little bit i have a whole slew of weekly meetings that i just get to go in there and i can say delete 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 because none of them are applicable anymore speaking of nits yes they actually found out the most fascinating thing. You know how we've been blaming rats for the Black Plague for years? Yes. Unfairly, rats have been tarred. It's human body parasites. Really? Yes, they did a bunch of models okay. about human-to-human -human transmission versus rat transmission, and right. it turns out that uh, they're pretty sure it was human body lice and fleas that are carrying them. That is fascinating. Yes, so the rats have been getting, getting blamed for the Black Death this whole time. Really? Yep. Innocent bystanders. So what you're saying is that our... Groom your to-do list or you'll get the plague. <laughs> yes. Groom your to-do list or you'll get the I'm behind procrastination plague. I was thinking more of the kind with the swelling and the buboes and the pus, but yeah, that too. That too. Okay. That's fair. Can we construct a metaphor about buboes and pus? Maybe not right this moment, but do I suspect... Do we have an interview? We do have an interview. Does it involve pus? It does not. But it does involve some interesting bits about keeping oneself organized when one is ADD. Um, we have our friend uh, Lydian, who has written in, who we met at Bubonicon. Speaking of plague, it all comes back to plague. Yeah, okay. Um, and we had a fascinating conversation yesterday, and so I am really excited to share it with everybody else. So we'll have that for you right after this. Hi folks, I am really excited this week. I have one of our friends, one of our fans, uh, someone who we met at Bubonicon last year, and I'm really excited to bring Lydian, I'm saying that right? Yes, you are. Okay, great. I'm excited to bring Lydian and their productivity to the show for you, so can you introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Um, my name's Lydian Kinzel, uh, otherwise known as Silver Cat. Uh, 
I'm a graphic designer. I do also art, um, writing. I just started a podcast called A Heroic Moment. Um, it's actually was inspired by the Hidden Almanac. <clears throat> God, I'm flattered. Terrified, but flattered. <laughs> well, it's similar format. Not. It's it's about uh, a uh, a kid who started at a. Um, not really a kid, but a young adult who started at a school for superheroes and they're doing a radio show. Awesome. So it's, it's short. It's about five minutes. Um, there's two episodes. I was supposed to write the third episode or no, I have multiple episodes. I was supposed to write another episode today and I haven't. And then I'll be recording another one tomorrow Great. to release on Thursday. And, and you, you realize once you start doing that grind that there is a lot that goes into it right yeah yeah i noticed that <laughs> um so how do you keep yourself organized you've got graphic design going on uh i guess you're starting a new job soon you've got the podcast um yeah the, the job will be interesting um i may end up actually working from home it was it looked like it was going to be a full-time job um at a location and they're possibly switching me to a different role so i may be working from home which will be interesting. Yeah. Oh, believe um, me, seven years in, and it's still, there are days I struggle with it, too, so. Yeah. Well, it, I used to use lists. Mm -hmm. And the problem I had with lists was I would put too much on it. Okay. Now I use my planner, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I designed the planner myself, and so I specifically only put in four spaces. Okay. So I can only put in four things, mm -hmm. and then there's there's space towards the end of, I got more done. Um, and then also I use Google Calendar a lot. Yeah. Of, I love Google Calendar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's on my phone. I have an Android, so it's just mm -hmm. there. So it's, um, you know, so I've got the days I'm supposed to work on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I've got, uh, I recently went to the doctor and I need to call them back and, and, because they never got back to me about something. So all that stuff, I just immediately put it in my Google Calendar. Mm -hmm. So cool. that's... Okay. All right. So um, through all of that, what habits and, and systems are important to you? Because I know keeping a planner is a habit in and of itself, and I fall off the wagon and get back on it all the time, and there are other, you know, there are other things that go into it. So, so what's important to you as part of all that? Yeah, yeah. Using a planner is a habit. I haven't completely developed it yet, but um, I tend to leave it open on my desk of the day. Mm -hmm. um, because I have ADHD, I have inattentive ADHD, which is a whole rant. <laughs> <laughs> so I always, if I have something that someone's asked me to do, I try to do it right then, okay. so I don't forget. And if I can't do it right then, I write it down, and okay. then I can just. I, you know, I hold the thing and I do, go back. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of it is I put stuff next to where it's going to be used. Okay. So like my morning pills I have in the cabinet next to, well, I always have chocolate milk with breakfast, so it's next to the cocoa. <laughs> and then that way I, I remember to take them. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of that's organizing. My mom is very, very organized. Mm -hmm. And so she, you know, we have racks and cleaning supplies in each of our bathrooms. So you don't have to go looking for it. It's just right there. And right. also, if you see, some, if I 
look at the bathroom and going, oh, it's dirty. Mm-hmm. I can just grab it and clean. Okay. So it's a lot of just keeping the stuff in the same spot where it's going to be used. Kind of um, like, um, kind of like uh, there's a, a theory in cooking called Misi in place, everything in place. And even, you know, the, the practice of that is where before you start to cook, you sit down and you measure out the ingredients so that they're all right there. And you, you're sort of doing the same thing with cleaning supplies or your meds or, or that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when I cook, I like to use, I like to pull everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, with the ADHD, I do a lot. I, you know, I'm constantly listening to music or podcasts if I don't have to think. Mm-hmm. Or um, sometimes like, you know, you'll get like that static in your head. Oh, yeah. I found white noise mm. will actually break through it. I've got um, an app called, uh, mine's called A Soft Murmur, and okay. it's got a, a variety of different things. And so you can get like the coffee shop noise, which if you're writing, helps um, induce creativity. I might have to, to since the coffee shop is has shut down for, for now, uh, um, I might have to get that one for Ursula, because she's like, yeah, my, my productivity's down because I can't go to the coffee shop. <laughs> it's not the prettiest app, but I've had it for a long time mm-hmm. and it works really well for me. Cool. Um, and then this is kind of weird. It's it's a tech bro thing. There's this thing called TDCS, transdermal cranial stimulation, if I remember correctly. Okay. And it's, I can actually go grab my thing, but no one will be able to see it. You're basically electrocuting your, well, not your brain, but you're running electric current through you. It, it's a okay. box. There's a Reddit for it that's actually really good. Okay. And there's different different places you can put the electrodes and it has different effects. And I, since I can't get a regular um, supply of, of um, medications for my ADD, mm-hmm. this is something that I use and it actually helps. And Okay. You know, it doesn't have the side effects, but then you have to sit there for 10 or 15 minutes with sponges. <laughs> with a thing on your head. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah, it looks really corny because all it is is ki- I use kitchen sponges that have been cut in half. Right. And I tie them to my head and you, see, you, know, you end up with like water dripping. It looks really, really corny, but it does work. Yeah. But the machine was, I think, I think it was a hundred bucks, but you know, if you're paying out of pocket for Adderall, yeah, that's a hundred bucks every thirty days. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so, what would you say in all of that has been your biggest help, or the best advice um, you've been given? I actually had more. <laughs> oh no no! Then don't let me stop. I took a lot of notes. I'm sorry. No no no! It's um, not it's not your fault. It's I I misread the pause. I'm sorry, and I'm no, not going to edit this out because well, I want people to understand. I screw up too. <laughs> also, like I I took notes and they're a mess because my head running is terrible. <laughs> um. Also, goes back to possibly the ADD. I think we're really um likely to get insomnia. I have a good, I have a bedtime routine. And if I don't stick to it, mm-hmm. I know. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I have another app on my phone. Mm-hmm. It's um, sleep sleep as Android, I think. Sleep for Android, and 
you can set it'll it's supposed to be a sleep tracker but i'm also use it to tell me when i'm supposed to go to bed and for alarms okay but you, you can tell it to track your sleep um sleep while you're sleeping and then it does that smart wake up thing yeah i never i never had any luck when my fitbits were doing it i can't wear my apparently my watch will do it but i i just can't wear a watch like this to bed it's it's no more, yeah yeah but um so it's got the alarms it's supposed to have the smart thing it doesn't mm -hmm. seem to help but so it tells me okay you're supposed to go to bed now mm -hmm. um and i can tell it how long i like to sleep and i've always had a really hard time falling asleep so mm -hmm. i take melatonin the alarm goes off i'm supposed to go take brush my teeth and then take the melatonin and then this is terrible and you're not supposed to do this but then i i turn the, the brightness down as far as possible mm -hmm. while i'm laying in bed and play games on my phone until i get sleepy you are not the only person who does that i am guilty of that you know and my my kindle paperwhite is my best friend at bedtime yeah sometimes it's two dots sometimes it's marvel puzzle quest oh man, lord two dots yeah the, but the kindle man the kindle so yeah yeah and then i have to have the earplugs otherwise all the noise and the stupid barking dogs and the rooster ah uh, yeah this is why we don't have a rooster yes and then sometimes i have to have a blindfold because um mm -hmm. the neighbor when they put up christmas lights or something sometimes it's really bright over there yeah. i don't know yeah yeah but um yeah i have to do my bedtime routine otherwise i get up really late and so I, if i actually want to get up at a reasonable hour mm -hmm. i i should do it and i think that's um, really important a lot of people don't think about uh sleep hygiene like that, uh, like that. Mm -hmm. and i've just i've noticed it really really helps me and i'm mm -hmm. sure other people are like i can just fall. well my mom falls asleep like that drives me nuts ursula <clears throat> Bless her heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, trust me. <laughs> um, the other thing I do, because mm -hmm. the ADD and I, I forget things, uh, I take lots and lots of notes if I'm at work, you know, especially if I start a new job. Mm -hmm. I take lots of notes, but also, like, if I'm sitting in a meeting, it's like, oh, I need to do this. Mm -hmm. I need to do this. I don't try to remember it because I will forget right away. Yep. Uh, and sometimes, I'll, you know, someone will say, hey, can you do this? I'm like... Let me write that down. Yes. Yeah, because that was that was a, a plot point, I think, in uh, one of the Tom Clancy novels. If it isn't written down, it doesn't exist. This is true. You know. Okay. That's, that's that, everything it, Okay, that okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt last time. Okay. No, my fault. <laughs> so, so, what would you say your biggest help or best piece of advice you've been given has been? Um, I... You know, I had gotten advice about doing the sleep thing, but mm -hmm. I think the biggest one, and it's one that especially this year I'm trying to live up to, mm -hmm. um, done is better than perfect. Yeah. Oh, 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 preach it. Preach yeah. it. Um, you know, yeah, no, I always heard it as perfect as the enemy of done. Yeah. 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 There's... Uh, a comic I actually have up on my on my bulletin board that was done by uh, a friend of mine who I met online, mm -hmm. LB Lee, mm -hmm. uh, and it's about perfectionism and embracing the deadline. Jeez. So, you know, it's like I'm suddenly, you know, I have this job that I 
actually thought was going to start on Monday this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get all this stuff done. And I started the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I um, I had a series of stories that I've been meaning to do for mm-hmm. 10 years. And I finally, you know, and I had actually had the first one written and I got it beta rated. And they're like, there's this massive butthole. And I'm like, well, and I have but, but you uh, finished. But, but you so finished. I've, I've, re- I've rewritten it now. Okay. Because I had, I had it had it beta re- read last year with my tax rebate. Okay. So yeah, so you know, it's like embrace the deadline. And then the other thing is, if it works, mm-hmm. it's not silly. Uh, that- absolutely. Yeah. Did you read the article about uh, Fred Rogers and his habits? That um, that Mr. Rogers had actually decided as he was putting together the show that he, if something worked, he wasn't going to change it. So he basically had the same breakfast every day for the rest of his life and the same routine and the same, I mean, all of it. And because I... he didn't want to mess with that flow and that and what was working. I didn't read that one, but I know people who have the same breakfast every day just mm-hmm. because it's easy, and then they don't have to think about it. Yep. Food is hard. Food is, oh yeah, food is hard. There's actually a Kindle cookbook, well, they call it a cookbook, um, <laughs> that I just got, and it's called, I believe it's Eating is Terrible, and it's not really recipes, sorry, this isn't actually really productivity related, but food is important. It's, it's it's for people who where food is hard. Either they've got you know low energy or mm-hmm. they're you know chronically ill, so they've got low, you know low spoons or whatever. Mm-hmm. However you want to word it, and it's pretty sure it was called. Well, yeah, because that is that is is something a lot of people don't think about when we talk about productivity and and maintaining our flow. And oh my God, in tech we're so bad about it is eating regular and eating well and i'm getting better at eating well i'm still not a hundred percent with eating regular um in terms of the same time every day or the same time zone every day yeah and that is something that that isn't maybe discussed as much other than you know oh you should eat well and that's sort of like left there on the table like everybody understands and not realizing that it's gonna be a challenge for some people right what and what is eating well for you is not eating well for me yeah, I mean that's a, I mean that's a, something I've been working on too. Is I have a tendency to eat a lot of carbs, mm-hmm. and it's like I need to be eating more produce. Yeah, carbs. See. Carbs are my enemy. Okay, so the the book is called "Cooking Is Terrible." Mm-hmm. It's by Misha Fletcher. It's like five bucks on Amazon, and it's not really. Um, recipes it's more suggestions of hey when you can't think of something to eat you can like i bookmark stuff and and it's like oh uh the other day like i it's like i should eat nothing sounds good and so i flipped through here i'm like all right we've got crackers and cream cheese Mm -hmm. and smoked um smoked salmon so i made some crackers but i mean even that uh, one of the things they say in it is um, eating something is better than eating nothing. Even if you're eating something that's not healthy, right? It's 
better to have food in you. Yeah, well, I mean, your body runs on fat, carbs, and, and protein, right? Yeah. And it's imp- you. that's literally the fuel that makes you go. And a lot of people don't think through that when you work in a knowledge industry like you do, as a graphic designer, like I do in IT, <clears throat> that you're still burning calories, you're still burning carbs and fats. Just thinking, yeah, your body may be a little doughy. Mine certainly is. I got the dad bod going on. But yeah. um, but you still have to provide fuel to that. And, not, and being hungry actually impacts how well you're able to think and solve problems. Yeah. Well, and I, I've noticed that a lot of... Mm-hmm. It'll be getting towards time to eat, and I'd be like, I can't think. I'm going to go have lunch. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm at home all the time, it's like, nothing sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I end up having Cheerios a lot. Leftovers uh, are my key. I love to cook when I can. And so I, I'm used to feeding a family of four, and my kids aren't here half the time, and I'm you know, and the other one, my oldest doesn't even live here anymore. He's he's full time away from home, but I'm still making these giant meals because I don't understand making for two people. Um, so we have leftovers unless Ursula cooks, because she never had to do big meals, so she makes small meals because she was used, she only ever really had to feed herself. Yeah. Right? Well, my mom doesn't like to cook, and ah. so now my dad's taking it over, mm-hmm. and he tends to make just enough for that meal. Which is frustrating because we're like, we would like some leftovers. Yeah. So I should start cooking more often, but I'm lazy. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm totally yeah. with you on that one. I love to cook. It's just often by the end of the day, I'm tired. I'm really, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've been working eight, ten hours and it's like, yeah, I don't even want to. If, if I can speed dial Domino's, which is terrible, absolutely terrible for me, but I can hit that button and have that online order on its way and then just collapse because I'm just, yeah. I'm just so, so exhausted. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. All right. Um, anything else on the biggest help? Uh, no, I think that's a lot of it, but okay. yeah, okay. you're supposed to eat. Yeah. And I, those, those reminders are important. Yeah. Um, what about rewards? How do you reward yourself? So I try to celebrate when I, you know, do, do stuff, but it's like, sometimes it's, I did as much as I could, mm-hmm. you know? So I do a lot of like micro rewards of, Hey, I got that done. I'm going to go have a cookie. Okay. Which is why I'm getting a belly and I don't care. <laughs> well, you, you, you heard the interview with Matt Wallace where his is, is, driving to i think the carl's jr and just getting an extra large dr pepper well yeah but then i'd have to get out of pajamas well, and that's yeah, not gonna yeah. Happen. yeah you know um so yeah i'll get a cookie mm-hmm. or i'll play around you know a level of two dots or a round of solitaire on my phone mm-hmm. um and then like when the, my last job i have a really bad habit i hate mornings so really bad habit of the longer I work, the later and later I keep going until I'm going in at like 1030, mm-hmm. which is bad. Part of the problem is I have managers who are like, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, no, y'all, 
Yeah. But um, so I, I, what I started doing is I had a little jar and every day I managed to get in on time, mm -hmm. I'd put a token in the jar. Mm -hmm. And so then each token represented a dollar I could spend on myself. Okay. Now I haven't actually had, had a chance to spend that money yet because what I want, it's a blind pack of toys and that series hasn't gotten to target yet ah, around here. okay but i know yep it's it's ready it's waiting you're just waiting you're just waiting for it to get in stock yeah yeah so yeah i try to do a lot of small rewards okay um all right now for the hard one uh and you know this one's coming um yeah. what about when you miss or when you fail um i actually try not to be beat myself up a lot mm -hmm. you know when you have ADD and depression and anxiety you do fail a lot I mean a lot of times I don't get stuff done mm -hmm. and you know if I go into that like little shame spiral then I'm gonna not get more done so what I try to do mm -hmm. is it's just oops I didn't get it done I'll try again tomorrow and then if it's a big thing, I try to um, analyze why didn't I get that done and what can I do differently. Okay, so so you actually you actually do kind of a personal post mortem, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's actually kind of awesome. I've started doing more of that myself with things where I know I've made a mistake, and rather than just dwell on it and try to figure out what I could have done differently, it's just like okay, we're going to dissect it. We're going to figure out what I can change to make sure I never do it again. And then I'm just going to put it behind me because yeah. if I just, if I, if I do that thing where, Oh, I could have done this, I could have done that and, and dwell on it. It, it'll destroy me. It'll eat me alive. Yeah. Uh -huh. Cause I mean, I'm always trying new things to mm -hmm. be more productive or be more successful at my goals, be on time more often. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. And sometimes they would work if I would actually try harder. But sometimes you don't have the spoons. Yeah. And also, mornings suck. Uh, yeah, so I know. That's always the trouble is getting started in the morning. Uh, yeah, well, you could always go completely nocturnal so that morning is bedtime. But, oh, wait, that whole light I've thing we talked about. That. <laughs> that's a bad idea. Okay. Also, my parents would get mad because then I won't be able because I won't be able to do anything loud because I won't want to wake them up. That's fair. That's <clears throat> what happens when you live with other people. I, I know. I, I, know. I, I guess technically I've been living with other people since... You know, I don't think I ever truly lived alone except for like this, these brief gaps when the kids would be at their, their mom's house. And this was before I met Ursula. And so, you know, yeah, no, I know how that goes. And that goes. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I briefly had an apartment to myself, and that was nice, but it was a cruddy apartment that was half underground, and I got no sunlight. Mm-hmm. And it turns out I need sunlight. It helps a lot with the depression, yep. which is one reason I started the garden, mm -hmm. is, you know, then I have to go outside at least for five minutes every day to water. Yep. And there is, there's actually research around gardeners being happier. Yeah. Something about actually like Ursula has a whole explanation about why this because she's read up on the science. I'm just like, yeah, apparently running, moving your hands in the dirt and moving the dirt around makes you happier. 
Yeah. It does nothing for me, but then I have my chickens, so it, it all works out. Yeah. Well, also, it gives you a lot of small successes and small things to celebrate of, oh, hey, I got a load of compost done, or hey, my compost is looking really nice, mm -hmm. or it sprouted. Look, I've got a tomato. Look, it's ripe. The, the sprouted thing. Oh, my God. You would have thought that... That, that like the heavens had descended and bestowed a gift on Ursula when she had those first couple sprouts last year. Last year was the first year she was doing stuff from seed. And she was like, I literally grew this. I didn't just buy a, a thing at the store. I, I, I started seeds and they grew. And, and now I'm eating beans that I'm going to plant next year that are going to grow. And you could just see like her mind being blown that the cycle actually works. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's funny too, is you'll get the seeds and you're like, wow, these look just like peas. Oh, right, because they're peas, you dork. They're going to be peas, yeah. Um, all right, um, so that's all the questions, but you had something special for our listeners. Yes. Um, I think you shared the blog post about it. I did, uh, but I'm going to relink it in this episode too. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I will send you the. Anyway. Um, I created a planner. I call it the Creatives Low Energy Planner. Mm -hmm. uh, it's designed, well, it was designed for me specifically. So it's mm -hmm. it's the niche of people who have low energy mm -hmm. or, you know, ADD, whether it's chronic illness, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so it, and it's designed for people who have projects going all the time. Right. Um, so I offered to give one away. Mm -hmm. I also have um, three versions on my Etsy, which I will give you the link. Yep. I've sold three so far. I'm awesome. thrilled. Yeah. Um, it, you know, even if you don't win the giveaway, mm -hmm. uh, the downloadable, they're five bucks. So if you want one. Yeah. Um, so. The three versions I have right now, I've got a rainbow one, mm -hmm. I've got a basic black one, and I've got a blue one. Okay. Um, and we can give, I, you know, and I'm willing to change the colors. If, you know, even for the giveaway, if someone says, hey, I'd like a purple one, I can, you know, I mean, honestly, I've got it set up. It takes like five minutes to do it, to cool. change the colors. All right. So let's let's do this. Um, you remember the giveaway we had for the planner back in December, All right? So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know what people, log on, leave a comment on this episode on productivityalchemy.com that says hey I want the Creative Low Energy Planner or I want a free planner you know how it is and and say what color you want. Yeah, absolutely. Say what color you want and I'll do a, uh, Ursula and I will do a drawing. Um, on uh oh, I actually think I'm gonna have to wait until after she gets back from book tour. So let's see if this show is releasing the 18th and then the 25th, she's out of town, and then the first, she's out of town. So we're looking at right around, let's say we're gonna close, close it on February 2nd, uh, and we're gonna have the drawing for the week of, um, I guess that'll be oh that'll be the letters show on that should be released the eighth of February, and I'm I'm looking at my new wall calendar here. Show I, I need you to see my my new wall calendar. I bought this for myself. This was not a gift from somebody else. It's chickens. <laughs> it's chickens, right? So um, yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I never knew what joy chickens could bring a person. Anyway, <clears throat> it's, it's been an exploration. So anyway, February 2nd, we will stop accepting, um, entries for the giveaway. And then we will announce the winner on the letter show on February 8th. And I will talk to you, Lydian, in advance. And so that you can maybe have it emailed out to them about the same time the episode is coming out. Awesome. And that way we will know. I'm, I'm leaving I'm leaving myself a post-it. I now have like a whole bunch of post-its here from our discussion. Yeah, um, that's the problem. You know, that's, I kind of stopped using post-its because I, I end up with this pile of post-its that I never look at again. Well, it, the nice thing is we're, we're doing the interview the night before I record, so they just have to be here for about 24 hours, and then I'll be linking them into the episode, which is great, because yeah. then then I'm, I'm using Post-its not for permanent things, but for transient reminders. Yeah, well, right. it's that whole, you know, do it immediately. Right. Right, absolutely. Thank you so much, both for the interview and for your generosity for the listeners. Um... This has been a fantastic talk. Do you have any any parting words to share with with anybody? Be nice to yourself. You know, you're the only person you can count on, and and you're a special, wonderful person. You need to to do your best to take care of yourself. I, damn, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing to follow up with. So, thank you, and to the folks listening at home, we'll be back in just a minute. And we're back. So, as a reminder, as you just heard, if you want to win a copy of Lydian's Low Energy Creative Planner, you just need to comment on this episode by February 2nd and say, hey, I want the planner and select your color, rainbow, blue, black, or custom. So you can get it. the pages done in a custom color. And we'll have links to the actual shop for the planner pages in the show notes. Cool. We will be doing the drawing on February 8th, which is roughly the same time you will be back from your book tour. No, I'll be back by February 2nd. You'll be back by February... Well, yeah. I damn well better be Fe or else it's a three-week tour and yeah, I'll kill everyone. February 2nd the Friday... Yeah. And the episode for oh. that is February first. So I will not be here for the next two episodes, you won't. people. I am going on book tour. Right. Um, as I have said many times, as everyone knows, book tour is a horribly uncomfortable experience for me because mm -hmm. I am an introvert. What makes yes. it worthwhile is mm -hmm. when people like you show up at bookstores or whatever who know who I am when I am not being Ursula Vernon, respectable children's book author. <laughs> 
like, like I have had people say, well, I feel bad because you're obviously stressed out and don't like to talk to people. I'm like, no, you don't understand. You people are the ones that are saving me on this trip because I go into this terrible alternate world where I am a respectable children's book author and that's what everyone expects of me. And the only time I get a glimpse of the real world <laughs> is when I am at like a book signing or something at a bookstore and people who know me from the other the the real Ursula show up and are like hey how you doing I'm like oh god you know I say the word fuck every third word all right yes yeah. so um uh please come out help me keep my footing in a terrible terrible universe gone mad full of uh, small children yeah and uh so uh yeah. There's that. Come out to Open Source 101 if you happen to be in the Raleigh Durham area on February 17th. Registration's open now. Uh, my book tour is in Southeast U.S., so yeah. up to D.C. I, I know you've got uh, an appearance in Alexandria, Virginia, just outside of D.C., because that is what was talked about in the Washington Post article that came out today. Yes, which, uh, oh, you read it? I read it. The part where you called me a Disney princess for having the chickens following me around the yard. Yes, yes I read is it. now in the Washington Post. Yes. Democracy dies in darkness, Kevin. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> that has nothing to do with pustules or buboes. Or Disney princesses. Or Disney princesses. Ooh, we need a Disney princess in the plague. Era. Uh, okay, so... Little singing plague doctors in the background. Mm -hmm. For those of you who... you love that and you know it. You I buy would all love, the pins I'd and so the toys. Do that. So many pins and so many toys. So I'm going to give out the badge code for this week. And as a reminder, we do open badges. Open badges are kind of a way to mark achievements and they contain metadata that you can share around the web. So you can put them on Mozilla Backpack. There are several other places that offer them. I know there are schools that produce open badges. There are um, open source projects. I think Fedora in particular issues open badges for reaching achievements and contributing to their community. And so this is a great way to kind of show off the episodes you've listened to or, or, or whatever you want. This week's code that you enter on our website is low energy, all caps, one word, L-O-W-E-N-E-R-G-Y. And God knows we're all there sometimes, some of us frequently. We really are. And if you've not checked out the open badges portion of the website, just go to productivityalchemy.com and click on badges. And it has the whole explanation right there for you. Next week, I have a, an amazing interview, so it'll probably be a shorter intro and exit because I have I spent an hour and a half talking to an amazing, amazing person, and I'm really looking forward to sharing that one with you next week. But this week, I want to thank Lydian for the giveaway and for the time spent recording. And we're going to go get ready for book tour and probably also go play some Seven Days to Die because we need to relax somehow. Yes. I don't get to play zombie shooters on the road. Oh, dear. We'll have to figure something out. So there's all that, folks. Remember, stay productive, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>